0: Mahabharata and Ramayana are epic poetry of Indian culture. Mahabharata is considered as the longest poem in the world. It contains around 12.3 million words, which is already great. It's so epic that it's known in the whole world. Mahabharata has deep association with Hinduism and an enormous influence on modern Hindus and their cultural traditions. Many of Indian people consider Mahabharata as real history and they quote events from the epic as true accounts of history. In this episode of novel series, we're going to talk about the proofs, the evidences, the actual scientific evidences which can be calculated or considered as the actual proof of Ramayana and Mahabharata that they actually did happen in the past. First of all, Let's talk about the Georgian calendar. Not a surprise, but surely very interesting to note that Georgian calendar indeed vouchs for the Kurukshetra war. Because the Kurukshetra war actually considered as beginning of the Kali Yuga. As per the calendar, the event occurred on February 18, 3102 BCE at 2 hour 27 minute and 30 seconds am both the eastern and western culture have accepted this date and time to have been the beginning of Kali Yuga and also this time is considered as the death of Lord Krishna so this is very basic but very strong proof of this whole poetry that actually did happen in past so let me clear it first that uh, in our past episodes we have made it so bulky and so lengthy that Now we are thinking to make it little bit light and little bit more fun. So we will talk some basic things and I will try to make you more and more active with me. I will try to make this podcast as much as entertaining as possible. So let's get to another topic. The perfect narration of planetary positions. This is our second proof. And when we talk about the planetary position and all this thing how we can forget the Aryabhatta Aryabhata is one of the greatest mathematician and astronomer of India in the 15th century AD. He has examined astronomical evidences described in Mahabharata in his great work known as Aryapatya According to position of planet recorded in the Mahabharata, its approximate date was calculated by Aryabhata to be 3100 BC implying that the great war described in the Mahabharata was fought approximately 5000 years ago as most Hindu have actually believed and they are even believing it now and it's actually true. A number of British scholars of the 19th century especially Friedrich Max Muller tried to interpret this astronomical evidence to prove that the observations recorded in Hindu scriptures are just imaginary, they are just concept and there is nothing to do with real life. But now we know in this uh, advanced technology that these all things are connected and these all things are just repeatedly proving itself. So there is no need to prove it that these all things are real and none of them is just imagination or fake. The concept of Sattarishi has been given in Mahabharata, in ancient Indian astronomy Asterism of the big deeper is called saptirisi with the seven star representing seven races namely Vashishtha Marichi, kulusatya kulaha atiri agira and kratu and as we know saptirisi is the main root of yoga they are considered as very important part of the yoga so they are special as before and they will always be special in our mind and our heart let's talk about the third proof of mahabharata and ramayana explanation of solar eclipse eclipse and lunar eclipse in ramayana the most common claim is that balkanda mentioned the exact position of all planet at this time of the birth of rama some also includes mention of eclipse during rama's exile and the position of planets at the time of or other important events when one feeds all this data in any reliable sky simulation software you get a date about 7600 bc which is considered as a time of ramayana and it just explains itself i don't have to tell much more about it now let's talk about the mahabharata For Mahabharata, the most common starting point for enthusiasts is Aryabhata's assertion that he he was 23 years old in the 3600 year of Kali Yuga. This means Kali Yuga started around 5100 years B.B., which was supposed to be just after the end of the Mahabharata war. Another reference is that the lunar eclipse on the night before the first day of war and unexplained darkness on the 13th day of the war is just mysterious. A fortnight lasting just 13 days is very rare and based on it some people have pinned date as about 3900 years BP and this all things I am saying is based on the actual simulation software. They've tried this all things in software and they got to know that yes this is real and if you want to know about the simulation software it's actually made by nasa you can search about it it seems that even at the time the knowledge of phenomena like solar eclipse and lunar eclipse was very good and those people use knowledge to plan for better let's talk about the fourth point of mahabharata and ramayana proof and i will provide you more and more proof as we are going or continuing our podcast i hope you are already liking it and i will try to make it as much as entertaining as possible. So let's continue. Actually the distance between sun and earth was mentioned in Ramayana. So it is believed that in one of the verses of Hanuman Chalisa had given an accurate calculation of distance between sun and earth. How we will know in next upcoming minutes. First of all let's talk about the actual research between this uh, whole process. Okay, let's talk about the Sun and Earth's uh, distance. Jonas Kepler was a German mathematician and astronomer who realized that these estimates were significantly low. Kepler's law of planetary motion allowed astronomers to calculate the relative distance of planets from sun. This was also aided by the invention of telescope in the beginning of 17th century which helped them to get more accurate measurements however the modern calculations in 20th century estimates the distance to be somewhere around 23455 times the radius of earth in kilometers it's i'm, I'm i will just say the number okay you, you will just uh, pronounce it as uh, as you like it okay 149431805 in kilometers okay assuming the radius of earth to be 6300 and 71 kilometers. Now, the according to modern calculations, the average distance between sun and earth is 149 million kilometers. In miles, it's 92 million miles. However, the orbiter orbit of Earth is not a perfect circle as we know. Sometimes the Earth is closer to Sun and sometimes it's just further. So, how we can calculate it? We have to measure shortest and longest distance, that is the only way the shortest distance between sun and earth is 91 million miles in kilometer it's 147 million kilometers and is the time of january when the shortest distance is measured or actually happens in real life the longest distance between sun and earth happens in july and it's 94.5 million miles in kilometer it's 100 and 52 million kilometers. It is surprising to note that Tulsi who lived in 17th or 16th century could give the most accurate estimation that is very close to the estimation by 20th century astronomers. So the sloka in uh, Hanuman Chaleza is goes like this Yuga Sahasra Yojan Parvraanu Lijyotahi Madur Madhur Faljanu So this is the sloka and According to Bhagavad Gita one day of Brahma is called Kalpa and this Kalpa is equal to 100 Yugas and this is followed by a similar duration of night. One Yuga is equal to 43 43,20,000 years and it's calculated as 12,000 divine years. One divine year is equal to 360 years according to human calculations. This is also confirmed in manu samhita that these all are just true according to the above verse from hanman chalisa the distance between sun and earth is yuga Sastra yojana which means twelve thousand into 1000 yojanas yojana is a vedic measure of distance and ex- approximately it equals to eight miles according to the 14th century scholar parmeswar the originator of dragnita system okay and one mile is equal to one point six zero nine three four kilometers as we know distance between sun and earth is equal to 96 million miles and 156.3 million kilometers which is much closer to the calculation of modern scientists so this was very accurate number okay let's move to the our fifth point which is considered as a evidence of Mahabharata and Ramayana measure of the speed of light according to vedas they actually did measure the speed of light and in today's time old Romer is the first person who measured the speed of light but what if i say that in Rigveda already mentioned the speed of light according to Rigveda, the speed of light is 1,85,794 miles per second and we can see our modern science measures the speed of light as 1,86,281.7 miles per second which is very close to it and we can't just ignore it now let's talk about the very mysterious city the city of Dwarka. the city's ancient insertion referred to in the epic Mahabharata as the ancient kingdom of Krishna was spread across almost 84 km as a fortified city where the Guamthi river and the Arabian Sea meets. According to the text the ancient city was sunk beneath the Arabian Sea upon Krishna's death and, and these all findings which were just researched under 36 meter water depth they found that uh, some of ruins are just there uh, available there which just says loudly that yes this is the proof of dwarika this find this finding suggests that dwarika was one of the most busy port center during the past there are so much stories about how this city just uh, drowned in water and there are lots of things and sophisticated technologies mentioned in mahabharata According to ancient Hindu text, Dwarka was actually attacked with flying machine Vimana. It is the description of the battle that draws the attention of the ancient alien theorist as it seems to suggest it was fought with sophisticated technology and advanced weapons, potentially even with a craft attacking from the orbit. The spacecraft commenced an attack on the city with the use of energy weapons which to on lucas reassembled a discharge of a lightning and it was so devastating that after the attack most of the city lay in ruins according to the narration in the epic he possessed an aircraft known as subavimana and used it for travel and for aerial warfare in detail according to mahabharata when krishna had gone for pandava's rajasuya king of suva attacked his city Dwaravati so this was the story of Dwarika which is mentioned in Mahabharata and it it comes out that yes this is true because there are lots of proof available as I told you just a minute ago that how these things are just connected and proves itself I don't have to tell you much more about it so that is it in this episode I know this is little bit uh, short episode in compared to other episodes but believe me when I record this whole episode in Hindi language it just became so lengthy so that is the reason the major reason behind this all things that uh, Hindi is my mother tongue language it's very obvious that I can talk more and more things about this all things and I connect much more and communicate much more with you guys and I can talk lots of things others in different formats so that is just obvious things and at this point I can talk much about this whole thing in English okay I am just trying my best to make podcast in English language so that is it for today's episode I will meet you in another episode of novel series in which we will talk about the more foops of this Ramayana Mahabharata and believe me next episode is going to much more crazy than this so wait for it i will meet you soon thank you